Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We're just like open down there. We've just got like, from what I understand, just a series of holes down there. Honestly, I think it's just one like big hole. I don't even know. It's like, it looks like hole cuts and like, it's just, it's there. It's just chaos. It's a Wallace. I don't even, I don't even, I've never even seen it down there. I'm afraid to look, honestly. Just a lot of valleys. (laughs) It's like, is that mine? Honestly, if someone showed me a picture of my vagina, I'd be like, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to identify mine in a lineup. No, absolutely yeah. not. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the Gentleman Jack of Podcasts. I'm Carolyn Bergier. And I'm Sarah York. And today we are Diking Out with actor and comedian Courtney Rada about being uh, the lesbian. Oh, like the token? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like love the, that. Like the lesbian label. Uh, Courtney performs all over New York City, and you can see her on the internets and videos for outlets like Elite Daily, Bravo, and more. We actually met doing a video for Outlicious TV. We did. And it was about gay marriages, and I was just raving about my first marriage. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> about oh, okay. The, so the time not it was about a few like years ago. the union, about like the event itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a few like years the wedding. Ago. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm. I'm yeah, getting I guess a clear it was more gay, gay weddings than gay marriages. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, it was it was like a gay weddings thing. And yeah. I was like, wait, you're married? But yeah. this was a different marriage? Yeah. Uh, yeah that was the, yeah, the priceless things, marriage. Things have moved fast. <laughs> yeah, now I'm married again. I guess Who it's been a thought, while. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you on your next wife. If you had said that, I know. you would what have been I, correct. What if I, you know, I was like, see you when you get married again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that Which might, is one of the most awkward ways to leave a conversation. Yeah. yeah. To say, I'll see you when... When you get married again. Well, people say that to me now all the time. No. <laughs> well, now it's just a bit. I want to just start saying that to anyone anytime yeah. I leave a room. Just like, all right, see you next time you're married. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. It happens, you guys. Uh, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, I'm doing shows on the West Coast in uh, L.A., San Francisco, Oakland, Albuquerque, and Portland. So go to cbcomedy.com if you want to come out to any of those. I would love to see you out there. June 23rd is our live podcast recording to kick off Pride Week. Yeah. We're at Caveat. Uh Tickets are on sale, dykingout.com slash events. We have so far one confirmed guest who might be the only confirmed guest, but there are still some other things in the work. Just to remind everyone of the journey, uh, emotional journey we've been on here was Rosie O'Donnell was our guest for the show. Mm -hmm. And then because of her filming schedule, she had to pull out of it. Uh, She will be our guest in the future, just not for this show on June 23rd at Caveat. Uh, But we do have... Kathy too, the mm-hmm. host of the Nancy podcast. And I know uh, a lot of you guys listen to Nancy on WNYC. She's great. Um, I've seen her out at events before. I'm a fan of Nancy. It should be a lot of fun. We're excited to talk to her about it. I can't wait. Yeah. 
I'm already, I'm starting my, uh, what do I wear anxiety spiral spiral. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like, you know, like what's my vibe going to be. So yeah. if I'm working on it, so if okay. anyone has any suggestions, feel free to DM me with anything weird that you want to say about what, I don't know. Cause I, do I do casual? Like, do I wear or like, do we a, do suits? We could do suits. It's also going to be probably really hot. So like, I got to think about that too. We should let our patrons pick our outfits. We could, should definitely do that. That should be a level on Patreon yeah. that you can decide what we wear for. I will do literally anything for a monthly financial <laughs> contribution. So, Oh, so yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Kathy is wonderful and I'm happy that we'll be able to sit down and, and dike out with her. Um, also the dike march is Saturday, June 29th. We're both going to be marching in it. So come say hi. And they're still looking for marshals. So those are the people that, uh, like hold hands to make sure that we don't get hit by cars. Oh, cool. Um, so if you're looking for a way to hold hands with a lady, Loki, <laughs> <laughs> while wearing a shirt, this is dike. Yeah. <laughs> And Loki, like, not get killed. It's a yeah. little on the <laughs> yeah. nose, but it'll be fun. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think they they just need, like, a, a few more and uh, asked us if we would promote it. And, of course, yeah. anything for the Dyke March. Um, also. This will be my first <laughs> Dyke March, by the way. I've never been to Dyke I've March. I've never been to it. I always miss it because I'm always my working. First one. But yeah. Yeah, this Highly is, like, recommend. I'm totally going to be, I'm all in. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, speaking of dykes, some of you may know, I have started a passion project. Oh. It's called every gay Susan, uh, on Instagram. You can follow <laughs> it awesome. at every gay Susan. I'm trying to capture every gay woman named Susan in pop culture and in real life, pop culture, real life. Brilliant. We need yeah. more real life submissions. Uh, my pop culture and famous person list is at like 23 seasons right now. Is it really? Yeah. That's so many more. But you've also been working on this theory for years. <laughs> I've been I've been collecting it and then yeah. like once I launched it, I was like, okay, I need to uh like do a, a little bit of research. So mm-hmm. I spent like 10 minutes like googling around for gay Susans. I'm like, all right, and I'll accept like a Suzanne or a Suze or Susie. Yeah, any variation of the name. Even though there's some Susan listening right now who's like, that's not my fucking name. Yeah. Suzanne's a different fucking name. Just like <laughs> when people call me Caroline, but I just let it slide because yeah, exactly. I don't have that confidence and <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, every gay Susan, I'm we so just want to celebrate. Every gay Susan. I <laughs> literally gay cackled when I, when I looked at my Instagram and it said, every gay Susan is following you. And I instantly was like, she finally did it. Yeah. She snapped and made an Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I was like, I can't this write this script global anymore. Movement. Yeah. <laughs> I also followed all the gay Susans in my life without like warning. Right. And they're probably like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I think like the government brothers out of them. control. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a way to track us. Yeah. That like Leslie Graham is like, yeah. that notification though. Like, Hey, every gay Susan, every gay Susan is following you. Follow you. Like, follow whoa, I wish Could you I strive to have that kind of following. <laughs> yeah. So send them in. I mean, don't send us someone you know named Susan without getting their permission. Yeah, don't send them. Don't send someone like an aunt that you suspect is gay, and then we post it, and it like blows up someone's life. Yeah, please don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you you know, guys like, know that we all have a, yeah. a gay aunt that we think is right. Right, a Susan. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a gay. I mean, I don't have any gay family members as far as I know. I just have gay cousins. Yeah, I have a gay cousin. Yeah. I'm really holding out hope that one of my niece or nephews is gay. That'd just be a blast. But you never know. I'll love them anyway. Yeah. It's fine. 
Anyhow. And you know what? There's always time. Yeah, exactly. I can't like I can't picture one of my aunts turning out gay, mm-hmm. but you know, crazier things have happened. Yeah, yeah. Right? I have an aunt who was like in a religious cult for for like a whole decade, and then is still super super weird. I haven't seen her in a long time. Oh, she's gay. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. She might be extremely. She's either extremely Christian right now or extremely like into like healing crystals and. Is she I like a know. Scientologist now? I, she could gay. honestly. Yeah. Anything is possible. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen her in like fourteen years. Honestly, I think my mom's probably the closest one to being gay. Yeah. It's like it's not her sisters. <laughs> it's her. She just got back from a trip to Ireland with her friend. That- her Instagram is called Only Gay Dotty. <laughs> 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 so I guess. That's sort of, in, I don't know. Dot the dike. That's, yeah. I already bought up dotthedike.com. Oh, that's great. About all possible handles for my mom for when she comes out of the closet. Um, last time that Cecilia and I were both there, she was like searching for a naked picture of her friend Patty. I'm like, why? Why is this happening? Searching for it as in like she knew it was there because she got a naked picture of her friend Patty. Oh, she has a naked picture of her friend Patty that you sit. I had a family photo album and uh-huh. it's like babies, me as a baby, me as a baby. And then at the very end, it's like artful nude of Patty. <laughs> um, so- artful nude of Patty needs to be an entire like Met exhibit. <laughs> I, I love, I just love the words in this, this sequence. Artful nude of Patty. It's perfect. Yeah. My mom was I like, wanna, I want to teach. I will buy all the merch. She was trying to describe to Cecilia like how hot Patty was when she was younger. And she's like, you know what? I can't even. And she's say, like, I have, I have this picture of, this. of her. Yeah, baby picture, baby move. Yeah, I'm like, it's probably in with the baby pictures. Here, baby Carolyn, garbage baby artful pictures. nude of Patty. I think it's because Patty is what like, makes it artful. <laughs> well, the, Patty is like a, the most abrasive name to be in like that <laughs> set. Artful yeah. nude of, of yeah. Patty. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's artful in that like you don't really see like Oh, is it suggested nudity or well, is it no, like no. a straight she's, up she's definitely nude, but it's okay. like she's like one of her one of her knees is up and she's kinda like holding oh. her knee up. Okay. Is it in black I'm, and white? Is it it's black and white? Oh it. my yeah. god. That's what makes it artful. Great. Yeah. I'm picturing I don't know why I'm only picturing Joni Mitchell in my head. It kinda looks like that. I can't not well, or like Sissy Spacek. She has or like, like very someone, long hair. Someone who's probably naked a lot in the 70s. That's who yeah, I'm yeah. imagining. Yeah, no, this is definitely like the 70s, okay. long hair, Patty. Yeah. It's the right. name Patty. It I, just that's keeps what getting makes me. It. Yeah. yeah. I'm also thinking of like a peppermint Patty now a little bit, like yeah. the candy. So. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the, like the peanut. Doug character. Right? Oh, oh, Patty Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, pa- yeah. Peppermint Patty's the peanut character. Patty yeah. Mayonnaise. Yes. Too many food combined with patty. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Burger patty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's a weird, like, word. It is, yeah. And it's it's a multi-use. Like, someone it. learning English for as a second language would be very confused by the number of different ways to use the word patty. Yeah. Patty. <laughs> Give yourself a patty on the back. Yeah. That's the only way I use it. (laughs) For the four of you still listening, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, Gay TV updates. Oh, yeah. I went to see a couple weeks ago and never talked about it, the um, premiere for season two of the show Vita on Stars, which I had never heard of until uh, New Fest, which is like this great LGBTQ um, film and TV festival Mm -hmm thing that does screenings like year round, but then they have a big fest. Check them out. If you live in New York, um, so many 
cool. Like that's how I saw Wild Nights with Emily. Oh, yeah. And so they had the screening for Vita and I didn't realize in uh, season two, well, because I didn't even realize the show existed, but in season two, <laughs> uh, Roberta Calindra's, uh joins the cast and she played Joan in uh, Fun Home, the musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's also like in a whole bunch of things. Wasn't she in that show? Um, I Love Dick. Yeah, yeah. I Love Dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only reason I watch I Love Dick. I, I made it through two episodes specifically because I was like, oh, look at this rad, super dykey chick in this show. This is awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. I got to meet her and cool. was like freaking out. She has like so much big dyke energy. Like yeah. she's very intimidating, but also very nice, but also like, yeah. Whew. When I meet women like that in real life I get super like in, uh, intimidated is not even the word it's almost like we're a video game and all of a sudden we have like this showdown and one of us just has to like bow to the other one <laughs> like there yeah. can't be two of us in a room it's too much dyke energy so yeah. like if I met her I would totally have to like submit to her and be like you're you're the one you just, like, why are you curtsying just, like, what's like, happening why here? are you laying on the floor and crying like, yeah I don't know <laughs> Yeah, full curtsy. Like I do. I'm like a little colonial school, like or like a like a little English schoolgirl curtsy. Good day. She's like, what's happening? You have the floor. I can't wait to see this play out for real when she's a guest on the podcast. I'm gonna like lose my mind about not be able to handle it. So yeah, check that out. It's it's really good. See, here's the thing. They're bringing back the L word. Granted, it's a popular show, but there are like other shows Mm -hmm. that exist now that get canceled left and right because nobody's watching them because we're all just holding out for that L word sequel, I I guess. Speak for yourselves. I am (laughs) extremely skeptical. (laughs) I think everybody's skeptical. It's a sequel. It's not a reboot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're calling it, they're not, what are they calling it? They're calling it something, they're calling it like the L word and then they're calling it like the new the new queue or something. They put they put some sort of thing at the end of it. It has a title now. Oh, oh it's yeah. like the L word. Some, some. some, some like, like how CSI has a show in every city. Well, like, so, like, it's like... Well, they're not moving to New like York. The L, L word. So I'm pretty sure it's the new queue. So they... Yeah, look that up. Yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, cool, thanks. They, <laughs> they put out like a promo for it graphic and it just from like the old crew is uh but alice and shane so i'm guessing generation q generation q what is i don't know why i called it the new q that's like that's like when they made the the q train run up to 96 (laughs) Um, that's what i was thinking of it all all takes place place yeah it all takes place on the east side right off the queue queue. the extended (laughs) queue that took them 50 years to build two stops Come on, that's uh, where Bet would live anyway. Yeah, it is. Bet it lives is. off the new queue. Oh, this is all God. about Bet. Bet would absolutely live on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Let's talk about if the old show took place in New York where they would all live. Shane Ooh. would live in Bushwick for yeah, sure. absolutely. She has such Bushwick energy. Um, I feel like Alice would be like Upper East Side or something you annoying. Think she would, yeah, she'd be something like kind of annoying to get to, but yeah. like she's in rent control. So she's like never leaving. Right. Um, she's like, you guys just never come over. And you're like, yeah. well, because well, you live in Bumblefuck. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be able to make it. Because you live on, like, 71st and 1st. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, Bet and Tina. Bet and Tina, although, uh, I, that could actually see Upper West Side for them. Yeah. You know? You don't see them being Westchester. Ooh. <gasps> well, I, I mean, oh. I think they would own a home in Westchester. I think they would definitely own a house upstate. Yeah. Where, and that would be where they would all convene for like weekends away and stuff, you know, I don't know. And the planet would have to be somewhere in like 
somewhere in like Flatiron or like somewhere where they could all kind of get to because they all work in Midtown or, or lower. Right. And Kit lives in that weird apartment room that they use as a green room for the duplex. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, that's where she that's lives. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. That's like her apartment. Like yeah. anytime I've been there and I'm like, this is a weird green room. I'm yeah. just in someone's apartment. Whose apartment is this? Whose it's, stuff is this all Kit. over? And it's, it's like musty in there yeah. and like bad yeah. lighting. Yeah. She's yeah. like, make yourself home. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's lived there for like 35 years. Yeah. Uh, totally. And then like Dana, I'm talking pre-season three, obviously. Uh, Dana's in Greenwood Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> no. Guys, I cried so you hard asshole. when Dana died. I cried so hard. I stopped uh, watching the show at that point. I haven't seen past season three. Really? I'm trying to do a rewatch now. It's a Twitter thing. You have to. I, it's, you have to get through uh, it or else we can't recap the new one. I know, and we have to be able to recap the new gotta, one. The new cue. You got to recap like, it. Before Dana died, <laughs> I think she would have lived. You know what, though? Dana was like kind of she a trust lived fund in Jersey. She would. She totally would live in Jersey. She needs access to tennis courts. Yeah, She's in she New does. Jersey. She does. Or she would be like in a really gentrified part of Brooklyn, like like North Williamsburg. You know, like yeah. in one of those like, like Park luxury Slope, loft like, kind of things. Yeah. like. $4,000 a month, one bedroom apartments in fucking Brooklyn. That's I, that to me is Dana's energy, but, uh, Jenny lives on like Randall Island. Yeah. <laughs> She's Jenny so, lives on my shit list forever. She lives <laughs> in a psych ward because Jen- she's a sociopath. <laughs> isn't that's what the old psych ward is, isn't it? Randall yeah, Island. Yeah. yeah. Or Shutter, or not Shutter Island. Shutter Island? I call it Shutter Island because I just I think, assume that's what it is. No, Randall's Island, it's like a It literally like had sh- like an old insane asylum it's on like it. It's like an insane asylum and then softball fields. Yeah. That's perfect that's, for lesbians. <laughs> and then and then once a year, governor's balls. We there. love ghosts and outdoor we love sports. Ghosts. Our minds are messed up. And we <laughs> mental illness, <laughs> outdoor <And> sports. <laughs> you know, Jenny would absolutely live in Randall, and or she would like, I don't know. She she's would just prob- constantly subletting. I feel. Yeah. Oh, like, she she's- is not signing a lease. <laughs> There's no way Jenny Schechter's name appears on a lease in ink. Like it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Because she because she would have moved to New York, moved in with Tim, who at the time would have lived in Tim. I feel would have had, would have like lived in a cool place, like in the village, maybe like whatever the equivalent of it. Cause he had like an awesome house. Oh in, no. In the L word with that, with that fucking, uh, Tim's studio. In, yeah, Tim's How does he afford that? Tim's living in either Murray Hill or Stytown. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I see what you mean. He yeah. is like a high school swim coach. So like, I don't know what his financial situation would be, but in New York, it yeah. wouldn't get him that far. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And she moves into his one bedroom and it's, and it goes from there. He definitely has money, though, because he let her stay there for free. Yeah. He was in an abusive relationship. None of it made sense. (laughs) None of it made sense. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like maybe Tim was like an Abercrombie model as a teen or something. Oh, for sure. And then he's just like using that money up. Tim looks like he still wears Hollister t-shirts. That's like definitely. Like the one, the Smediums that are like real tight. Yeah. (laughs) He's got like frosted tips still. Oh, yeah. No one has frosted tips. Michelle necklace. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Rainbow flip-flops. And he's like, has the song Bittersweet Symphony on every one of his playlists. He had to have that house just to fit all the puka shell necklaces. (laughs) The spare room is just puka shells. And like a weird puka shell like ankle bracelet. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) While he sips his hot milk. 
Speaking of, they still haven't casted Kelly Quinn as the barista oh, that's in the such, they have to that's do that. That's the crime of the century. I that don't think is, I'm watching. Honestly, that's like the scam of the century if she doesn't get that. Like how hard would it be for them to just fucking I will cast be an her as a super fan. If they would just give her a barista role, put her in I'm not asking for much, just every single episode, at least one scene. Yeah. And then we'll be happy. Do you know about this campaign to be a barista on the L word? No. It's gotten like yeah. a lot of traction on Twitter. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. So Kelly Quinn made a video audition self tape uh, of her abilities as a barista. And it's basically her just handing out drink orders to various characters of the L word. It's great. And it's amazing. And Tim gets a hot milk, which might be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Hot milk for Tim. But like the whole cast that, has yeah. like, the it's, whole cast has retweeted it. Like Jane Lynch has retweeted it. Everybody is like, everyone loves her. it. That's so it's like yeah. viral. All yeah. the L word people are like aware this exists. She's written spec scripts yeah. of like how the barista could, you know, yeah. be integrated. Someone needs to like pull their weight and get this to happen. What else did other people order? Look, I don't remember what uh, like, the other ones were. I don't know why I got so far. Away from I know the I did it. I, I just like got too. comfortable and like, like and like lean uh, back and I was like, oh wait, no, I have to talk into this thing. Yeah, she's like, we're only hey, on episode um, eighty six. I don't know. <laughs> you literally looked at both of us. You were like, where are you both going? Yeah. Yeah. And like, Your I didn't fart or anything. Your brains just broke at the like, same what? time. What? Did you guys just forget how a microphone works? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I do forget the other. Air. The other drinks, but they're all good. Hot, yeah. hot milk is like hot definitely the memorable Tim one. Like, hot yeah. milk, hilarious. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, hot milk for Tam. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It's great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, it's coming back. But in the meantime, you can watch Vita on Stars and Gentleman yeah. Jack. I'm still watching that. Yeah, is You're it not- getting better? Is it like is it holding? It you? got better. Oh, okay. it got better. I saw. Uh, you know, I really should like write down the handles when people have a good tweet. Uh, but somebody tweeted, I've seen 10 episodes of Gentleman Jack. Episode one, two, three, 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 Because three. <laughs> three is where like all the sexy times oh, start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Good yeah. to know. It's great. So you can just start on three. All right. Uh, but you might be wondering like what's going on. No, the buildup's good. Two's good. It's good. Okay. I highly recommend. It's crazy. Three. Yeah. Three. <laughs> the other. what I'm getting from this. Three, yeah. Three. <laughs> Did I talk about this on the last podcast about about Ann Lister and the pubes no okay which sounds like a cool band I know we're like <laughs> artful nude hi I'm Ann Lister and we're the pubes <laughs> what's up guys we're Ann Lister and the pubes thank you so much pubes pubes we know you came out here to see artful nude for Patty yeah. sorry they couldn't next. make it uh, Artful Nude for Daddy will be out any second. Uh, <laughs> Dottie's still looking for Artful Nude of Patty. Oh my God. But until she finds her. <laughs> and They're the stuck on the new queue. I'll be here any minute. Oh man. We're down to two people listening yeah. to this episode. You both are amazing. <laughs> so, and, and Lister. On gentleman, the main character in Gentleman Jack, right? Yeah, okay. but like historically, first oh, out, yeah. first out lesbian uh, on on the books, and <laughs> uh, she collected pubes from all her lovers and kept them in lockets. No fucking way. Separate. Lockets? What? 
Or like separate lockets. Yeah, it wasn't just, just like a master became, locket. It wasn't like pubes. overflowing with pubes. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> how big was this locket? Is she, the cra- wait a minute. It gets crazier. So then, so this happened. This for sure happened. This for sure happened. Right? Okay. She has a, a diary. She also like calls. I don't even keep phone numbers of women that I used to hook up with. She also I calls vaginas like uh, queers or like vulvas. She's like, so I, like a tuft of hair from her queer, which I love. Oh my god, I can't. And then, and then she writes about how I hate the word tuft. A tuft, a tuft of pubes, tuft of pubes. Go on. Sorry. Episode sponsored by Pube Tufts. <laughs> Thanks so much for Pube Tufts. <laughs> I hope any of you who are like starting out improv yeah. and you don't know what to name your team. Yeah, you're welcome. This yeah. this episode is just like a, an absolute Gold fountain mine. of yeah. <laughs> wow. So, anyway, so she would keep. She would keep. Uh, tufts of hair from pubes and then she wrote in her diaries how she was going through the lockets with one of her girlfriends and things got weird not well, because yeah. they were going through <laughs> lockets of ex-girlfriend's pubes hairs? Yeah. it's because she recognized one of the lockets pubes being her sister's pubes how? how? No way. So, and listener no, that's not, there's no way. pubes from sister's and Lister and the sister pubes. That's a, I'm that's guessing, a mouthful, which is a terrible way to say I'm that. Guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing she knew that Anne had like also had sex with her sister. And then like from there was okay. like, I know one of these lockets has my sister's pubes. And then was like, those are definitely my sister's pubes. I First, couldn't even how? recognize There's my no own way. pubes in no, my lineup. I, if, I, like, if I, I had any, I could not identify them. I don't think I've ever seen my sister's pubes. No. My sister's keeper. My sister's <laughs> pubes. Yeah, I've never seen my sister's pubes. Um, I, I, I just, I have to, I have to dispute that. There's no way that that could. How would you possibly identify any? They don't look that different, right? Like, I don't know, man. That's crazy. How did she get? Maybe them her all? sister was a redhead. Yeah, that, that's the only explanation. Yeah, and the rest were like blonde or not or what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't did know. They like, she, like, did they? Give their did, yeah, was this consensual or, like, or was, was this secret? like? Well, did she slowly I, collect them over time? She would, I believe, she make would little ask dolls them. Out of them. <laughs> I believe she would ask them to trim that is her, th- themselves and then like so hand it to her. Does the, obviously this does not make it onto the show? Not yet, but I'm I gonna mean, keep <laughs> tuning in to find out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow, it hasn't been on the show yet. No, but the the show. I mean, yeah, the actor is crazy good. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I've been watching that in Fleabag. Cut it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't watched Fleabag like, cut yet. cut the pubes. Like, which, if I want to continue being a white woman in the United States, I'm going to have to watch Fleabag. You have to watch Fleabag. Because they all are talking about it. There's an episode with a, with a lesbian, briefly. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Just brief, with, though, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Phoebe Waller's-Bridge is like, Sort of queer. Oh, okay. I guess. I mean, she wrote Killing Eve. Right. And wow. then in Fleabag, I think in the first season, like, mentions, like, having slept with women or, like, threesomes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then in, like, this episode, the lesbian asks her if she's a lesbian and she said not exclusively. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Which is, like, very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're not gay, don't say. Right. You're not exclusively a lesbian. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really. That's that, not a term for other words mostly for that. straight. Yeah, yeah I don't. <laughs> Only when I'm drunk. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> which I guess gets us to our topic, which we've taken a long time to get yep. to. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Lesbian label. The lesbian label. Being labeled as a lesbian. How do we want to talk about it? I don't know. What do you guys think? There are a lot of ways to go, but but let's... I mean, I I pretty much wear it on my sleeve, you know. So on Lesbian Visibility Day, there was an an article by women who identify like specifically with the word lesbian, because we've talked about this before, that a lot more people, especially younger women, are identifying themselves as queer Mm -hmm. over over lesbian. I still... I'm old enough to identify as a good old les. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it it was an interesting read, but have you, Courtney, always identified as a lesbian or are you like kind of flexible and don't really care? Uh, no, I think I, I've always identified as a lesbian. I think maybe at, <laughs> I think maybe at, you know, some point like when I was coming out to my family, and like they were in the the stages of you know it's just a phase. I was mm-hmm. like maybe I am just bisexual. But uh, I, I think I, we all did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a little. I was bisexual for a half an hour. Me too. In my head. I uh, yeah, same. Yeah. I was like, oh, this makes it more comfortable for you right. guys. So I'm only bisexual, and then we'll figure it out. And then I was like, no, yeah. I'm straight up, so gay. Yeah. yeah. But I've always identified as a lesbian. Yeah. But. And know. I'll use the term queer because. To me, like in my mind, and I think it's a little bit different for everyone, but queer is more of like a blanket yeah. term. It's like the, and like then the anybody can call themselves queer. Some lesbians do not like being called queer. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I think I it's really, kind of like mind. the safe word to to put on people who aren't straight. It's like, oh, you're queer. Yeah. And that's a catch-all. So I don't mind being called queer. But then in that article, somebody mentioned that they don't like the word queer because it makes it seem like there's room for like exploration or that, that you're right, like more right. flexible than like, no, I literally just sleep with, with women. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I could see yeah. that, but I don't take it. I pretty much yeah. exclusively refer to myself as a lesbian yeah. um, or gay, like yeah. one of those. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. It's been kind of interesting. Cause I like, do you ever, do you ever like realize when you're the only lesbian that someone knows? Like that happens to me a lot. Yeah. With, especially with like friends from home or like, you know, people went to high school with and college with. You get these moments where you're like, oh, I'm the I'm lesbian. the lesbian. I'm like their only point of reference. Is for it right. because they compare you? Yeah. Is it because they compare you to Ellen? Yeah. Because yeah. that's like, how oh I my, know. Oh right. my God. They're because like me and Ellen, the only like lesbians l- you know. The only two lesbians you know are wildly famous Ellen DeGeneres and me. <laughs> my my grandma was watching like Hoarders and she was like, oh my God, I thought about you while I was watching Hoarders. And this girl was um, like sniffing paint and it was like a weird, and I was like, why did you think of me? And she was yeah. like, she was a lesbian. And I was like, so that's your segue into being right. like, Made me think of you. Yeah. There was this girl with this, sniffer. you know, <laughs> every lesbian reminds terrible me mental of illness grandma. and these really bad habits that were really holding her back in life and, and blah, blah, blah. Like, and she had this, this, but she's a lesbian. Yeah. So you two would have something to talk about. Yeah. Also, as like, you sit on top of her pile of dead cats. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you should date her. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That's always a thing too when Do people you know are like, her? have you met her? Yeah. I'm like, no, we just don't. because they're gay, like, doesn't mean that I'm, I know them too. And they're yeah. like, you would would you sleep with them? And I'm like, just because they like vagina as well. Like, yeah. right. no, <laughs> I think there's, there's a few. You know, you got to. You're sort of. We need to build a bridge between A and B here. Like, yeah, there's the whole getting to know someone and speaking to them and being attracted to them part that we got to work on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like that's always a thing too. They're like, yeah. oh, this is so and so. She's gay. 
That hasn't Go. happened to me in a yeah. while, except... In New York, like, it's different. In New York, it's different. But I was at work the other day, and I work in, like, a busy, like, you know, like kind of fancy restaurant. And I'm a bartender, and uh, I get, like, one of my my coworkers approached me, and she goes, um, so this is weird, but this couple at my table said that you seem like someone that their friend will be really interested in, and they wanted to know, like... If, if they can give you or if they can give like your like Instagram handle to her or something. And I was like, sure. And I thought, I guarantee she's super butch just like me, but <laughs> they don't know, you know, they don't know how generally those dynamics work. Right. Yeah, like, not like, always, but like they just have, it was a, a, obviously a straight couple that was like looking at me from across, the, which is fucking weird. Cause they never actually spoke to me. That's like, yeah, that's kind of, like, it's a little weirder. That's the more so I think weird. about it, I didn't, I thought nothing of it at the time, but also, like how desperate is that friend of theirs that they're or, like, this is the only chance. Or, yeah. Gotta ask friend this has, perfect I'm stranger. assuming this friend has no idea. Her no, friends probably. are out there scouting for her and she'd probably be mortified if she knew, but I did give them because I feel like, you know, an Instagram handle is like nothing. Like I'm not going to give yeah. them a fucking phone number, but yeah. like, and then they wrote down her Instagram and like, and this poor girl who was the server is like the conduit for this whole thing. And she's like the messenger back and forth. Like these people wouldn't even come and talk to me, which is, I felt was kind of weird That's too. That's even stranger. Yeah. Cause I think. like for all they know, like I'm the weirdest person on earth like right. that their friend would not like at all. And they're basing it like simply on your looks. Literally, like, purely just like uh, what I look like from across the room. They just thought like, oh, our our only other lesbian friend would be very into her. Which they would never do for straight people. No. no way. Like, you know, yeah. like that's just not how that works. Yeah. And <laughs> so this is only like this is like two weeks ago. And um <clears throat> they gave me her Instagram handle through their server. <laughs> so weird. And, and and I looked her up and she definitely is like a little butch leaning. Like she's not like she has long hair, but she's you can tell she's just got kind of like masculine she energy. Rugby. She played rugby. She definitely college, played rugby. Yeah. Sure. Well, she is a gym teacher. Because like, uh, I asked Shay. Because well, of course, I, ooh, I that's a whole her, genre. I just said my friend's name, but <laughs> uh, hey, our gym I teacher asked the server. I go, <laughs> I go. Well, what does she do for a living? Because <laughs> I'm like, if she's like in her 40s and owns her apartment, absolutely. Oh yeah. Here's my here's all my her, contact her information. Own dental practice. Yeah. Okay. And they go and but the server goes. Uh, she's a gym teacher, and I was like. Ugh, fine (laughs) are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week May 6th to May 13th it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer like clothing outdoor gear and travel I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like hotels.com Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm done struggling. I'm just, I've, I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I'm only looking for a middle-aged rich girlfriend at this point. Um, so, washer and dryer in unit. Yeah, yeah. washer and dryer in unit. Yes, absolutely. Like we're we're getting somewhere now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that much of an asshole. But so like you know, but she has like gym teacher energy. Like she's a little more like she's a sporty spice kind of girl. Like she's gonna peg you at the dodgeball. Yeah, totally. Like, like I'm absolutely like she would absolutely kick my ass in like every possible physical sport yeah. or whatever. So that's how I knew that the friend was not telling the, that, that, that their friend probably didn't tell them like what her type is. Cause I just, I felt like just from that one picture I saw of her, I was like, she definitely goes for like feminine, mm. you know, like I just yeah. knew we yeah. always just know. Yeah. And I was like, wow, these, this poor straight couple just thinks that every lesbian is going to be attracted to every other lesbian. And that was two weeks ago in New York city. Like yeah. that's, yeah. this shit is still happening. I thought it was fucking hilarious. As I tell the story right now, I'm, beginning to realize how weird that was it, yeah it's kind of weird that they did that it starts out funny and then you're like wait that's so that's so strange. yeah because i think yeah. the weird part is that they didn't actually have any contact with me whatsoever you know like yeah. they didn't even speak to me they didn't look at me they didn't or you know they didn't like they didn't even order a drink from me when they came in they just saw me and thought they like scouted she has short you. hair she must be gay you know yeah. And, yeah. like granted i do wear a vest at work so that gives off a lot more oh well you should have started with that of <laughs> yeah. course you're not <laughs> Do you ever find it weird though, like when you when people introduce you to other people and they're like, "Oh, this is like this is Courtney. She's a lesbian," and you're like, oh. "What?" People like, do that. People have done that to me, like since I've graduated school. Like I came out in college, mm-hmm. and like they thought it was like the their favorite like defining quality about me. Like she's fun and she's cool and she's also a lesbian. And I'm like, no one needs to know like. Right, who I'm like, sleeping that's not with. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like my friends, unless they're exclusively introducing you to like really horny dudes. And yeah. Like, yeah. Don't even think about it. Like, dude. Don't even waste your time on this one. I, like, <laughs> but I'm guessing that's not the case. That that's just, it was like, just the general no. like intro. Yeah. Fun fact. Like, like you're like the little born bio. in Alaska. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're like, Oh my God. And then like my, my mom will even be like, Oh, this is, you know, my, my daughter who's a lesbian. And you're like, mom, like, <laughs> why do you need to yeah. do She's like, I have my straight daughter. I have my... She literally said this actually yesterday. <laughs> like, we're all sitting around and she was like, it was such a great day. And I was like, yeah, it was a nice day. She was like, I have my daughter. I have my lesbian daughter. And I have my son. And I'm all... I'm still your daughter. Like, you're not like... What? It's like she's working... It's like she's doing PR for a company and she's like, look at all of our diversity. Yeah. And she's I have like, a daughter. I have a lesbian daughter. I have a son. And she's like, I covered all bases. And I'm like, yeah. you had nothing to do with this, one of all. And two, 
why do my grandparents now need to know who I'm sleeping with? Like, right, right. I feel like you should have been like, I had a lot of fun with my penis and vagina brother. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so weird, but it is something that happens, I think, like specifically with lesbians and part of it maybe because of like bio erasure that nobody's, yeah. I mean, correct us if I'm wrong, but I don't see that happening with bisexuals and being like this is Liz she's a bisexual right if anything they just like glaze right over they it glaze over know? it uh that's funny so I wonder <laughs> if men experience that too like this is Brian he's gay you know like I don't know because I well I, and a lot of times too like nobody obviously like my aesthetic gives it away but yeah. so no one's really like doing that intro for me yeah but I, I do have to wonder if, like, if that's something specific to, like, women that we're, like, that's a part of our bio. Right. Whereas if a man, it's just, like, this is Brian. I don't know. I guess if they don't have, like, what straight culture considers to be, like, the gay indicators. Because right. with men, yeah. if men are, like, a, a little flamboyant or you know, have manners. Not, it's like, <laughs> would you believe it? You would never guess. You would never guess. Yeah. Yeah. The whole never guess thing is kind of like, kind of annoying as well. When yeah. people are like, you wouldn't even know he's gay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what, it's like, it's not you, a party you trick. Know I don't, he's, <laughs> existing. he's not wearing like a rainbow speedo. Right. And prancing around. Like it's so, I don't know. I wonder if with women too, and not saying that like this is what's going on in your mom's head, but that uh, women for, you know, centuries have been valued in terms of like um, what they provide to men, whether yeah, it's like yeah. babies and companionship right. and that's that's our worth in the world. Yeah. And then it's like, not this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not the- <laughs> So, I mean, that, I think that's, that's kind of, yeah. I think maybe a little bit what that is. Cause a lot of times women are, you know, like when men talk about women, like those, those well-intended guys who are like talking about how like if Donald Trump says something misogynistic, he's like, well, I, as a father and a, you know, as, uh, as a man with daughters yeah. and a wife and sisters, it's like, okay, cool. So the women in your life are defined based on their relationship to you. Yeah. What yeah. about women who aren't married or don't have children? Like, or do they have any worth as well? Like, it's yeah. always about like, are you a mother? Are you a wife? That kind of thing. Leaving those spinsters out. Yeah. <laughs> those spinsters living in their home together for 45 years. Though I will <laughs> they say- were good friends. <laughs> Sometimes though, I wish my mom did like specify that I'm a lesbian because my mom doesn't do that. But then with me and my wife, she'll be like, these are my beautiful daughters. Uh, and I'm like, and you make us sound like sisters. Right. And you're like making out. And yeah. it's just like, well, this is odd. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, we have Only a really... gay daddy's got to worry, got to figure that out. She's yeah. got to come up with a different daughter and daughter-in-law, daughter and her wife, that kind yeah, of thing. No, yeah. she loves to just say, and I... I think it's I mean, very it's, sweet. It's that sweet. She it's well, but the intention is there. Yeah, yeah, a daughter. The intention is there, but but you wouldn't be like, this is my this is my daughter and my son, and like if, if it, like exactly if you were married, to she a would guy, say like my my son in law, right? Like because she wouldn't say son, right? Like, do you think? Huh? I, I have a hard time that. believing because I've never, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say like, this is my son when they actually mean like the Son-in-law. husband of their daughter. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my ex mother in law used to always refer to me as her daughter in law. Oh, really? Oh, daughter in law. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, as her daughter in law, and it was the same thing where she had two daughters, and like uh-huh. my mom has two like biological daughters. But then she, I mean, 
you know, her heart's, Dottie's heart is in the right place. <laughs> she always. wants Cecilia to really feel part of the family, which right. she is. Um, but then I'm like, you just constantly make it sound like sisters. Yeah. So just yeah, say, that's... just say daughter in law. Cause she'll never be like, this is the other interesting thing. She'll be like, she'll never say this is Carolyn and her wife, Cecilia. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my mom is nervous to let people know right off the bat lesbians oh really you think that's what because well i guess it's always like because if she's introducing you to people that means you're up in like buffalo or wherever she is yeah it's not like here where it's like a little i don't know i could see that because i because i think parents like want to protect us obviously and they don't want you know people to get weird but also like when you're like where they live i feel like they care so much about their image and the things that like other people think about them yeah and so just being like conflict avoidant in general. Yeah, is like kind I think of a it might be like more like the people. yeah the conflict yeah. avoidance or but I, but the way she does it, it's like pretty smooth, Dottie. Yeah, just being like my two beautiful daughters, but oh, really she's God. like you're like Mom, I don't want to deal fuck. with like <laughs> yeah. We um <laughs> are intimate. Mom, so, I keep a tuft of her pubic hair and a locket <laughs> around my neck. What Tough. more do you want? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my so god! I will literally never, ever stop thinking about that. I'm gonna go home and research Ann Lister because I have to know. I, I think, have to know everything about this. Yeah, Heather. I think Heather Hogan wrote an article about it for Autostraddle. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll read good. that. Um, anyway, so so <laughs> being like labeled a lesbian and defined as that and especially because like we all do comedy and you're mm-hmm. an entertainer and um that label also follows you into your endeavors mm-hmm. like i don't know having a podcast called diking out yeah. it's the <laughs> lesbian podcast right well, but that's what that means <laughs> <laughs> so it's like sometimes we can use that label to to stand out or like for to attract the right kind of audience mm-hmm. that we do say this is a podcast for everybody and mm-hmm. I stand by it. Uh, it's for everyone, especially yes. if like Blue Apron wants to advertise. Yeah. It's for or, everyone. Or toilet paper. It's for Honestly, everyone it's for in everyone. the world. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna do a mashup of all those toilet paper bits in the beginning yeah. and send it to shop it around. Yeah. See who wants to shop it. It's the Scott 79 cent one. We're yeah, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Imagine how. A bodega tissue paper. Yeah. Imagine how we could be talking about your brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe I can get a bidet to sponsor us for free product. Oh my God, that'd be so great. We'll test out the bidets. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway, being uh, labeled as a lesbian and attracting that audience, it's like, I don't know, sometimes I'll like look at my schedule of shows and I'm like, oh, I'm booked on like six gay shows in yeah. the next two weeks and that's it. And nobody's like booking me on regular shows. I'm like, am I leaning into it? too hard is that a whole thing and then some shows I'm like trying to be like how much do I talk about like being a lesbian and making those lesbian jokes and I don't know like Cameron Esposito faced a lot of like we get it you're a lesbian like reviews on on her album and um I don't know like I like when you go to when you do perform in like uh, a space that isn't specifically a queer space yeah how like do you adjust your set accordingly or how do oh, you do for that? sure okay. if I'm doing a queer show then I will have like my pack in like my gayest material yeah. 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 And, and lean into it I 
almost always bring it up. I don't think I've ever done a set on a show where someone wouldn't walk away knowing that Mm -hmm. I was a lesbian, like maybe once or twice. Um, Or if it's like a very specific bit show that's like, just talk about your job or whatever. Um, Or Game of Thrones. You know, even that one I made gay. Uh, (laughs) Good for you. Wow. Yeah. It's a talent. Yeah. You know. Uh, And... But but then like I was watching uh, Wanda Sykes special on Netflix and uh, she like talks about her life but she's not like I'm a dyke I'm yeah. a lesbian mm-hmm. and or any of that and does it in a way that's like very normalizing of just like talking about her wife the same way that somebody would talk about their husband and, mm-hmm. and their kids and and all of that and it got me thinking like oh do I need to like should we be moving more towards that is mm-hmm. this like a thing of just like at this phase of my career, I need to put myself, I don't know. How do you, how do you feel yeah, about it? I mean, I, I think that like, like for casting and yeah. Cause I, I think when I, when I first came out and like was, was an actor and uh, you know, in the city auditioning and stuff, I remember being like, well, that's something that sets me apart. That's something that like yeah. you wouldn't expect about me initially. So like, that's a really cool thing, but I feel like there's a way to like make it known without making it be like the thing that is your defining mm-hmm. factor. Like yeah. it's not your entire brand. Yeah. It's just this one like, thing. And I think like that, that would be, a, I'm, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, like instead of being like, well, I am a lesbian. So I have a girlfriend, like just talking about my girlfriend the way that I would. And then yeah. letting people make their assumptions. Yeah. Mm, Cause they're going to do it no matter what. The dots in yeah. Head. yeah. I like, uh, so Sir baby girl on her Instagram, whenever she talks about her girlfriend, she says, my girlfriend, and then in parentheses, who I like to kiss. <laughs> and I think that's so funny because yeah. it's like for all the for all the old ladies right. who also call their friend Patty their girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like, who say, oh, this is my that. girlfriend who I like to kiss. Oh, <laughs> and I like, love that. clarifies it. Uh, that's cute, that, too. That's, I know. It's I very think sweet. Every time it makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, I hate when people say, like, they're girlfriends. Like, yeah, the like, plural oh, my girlfriend of that, and I like, are going to. Yeah. Like. Like if they talk about like me and my girlfriend dating, they're like, oh, they're girlfriends. And I'm like, ew, I hate that. Like that's Courtney and that's her girlfriend. Yeah. The word girlfriends like yeah. together. Is yeah. Because like, yeah. that's like so, ladies going out for brunch yeah. like, versus we are in a relationship. Like, right. Yeah. How they had that show Girlfriends Guide to Divorce. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I could use that. I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's no. not for me. Yeah. That was a very specific, <laughs> unintentional queer baiting that they did. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> they had Janine Garofalo in it. Yeah. They queer oh baited God. me every which way. All the, all the elements show. were there. We were tricked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, well, with, with casting specifically. So here's another fun thing. When I was um, talking to Roberta Calindra's at the event, I was trying to find out if she maybe was available for our caveat show. And I was telling her about the whole thing with Rosie and she's like, Oh yeah, she's, uh, she's shooting for the, the part that I also auditioned for, but didn't get. And I'm like, what was the like casting description? Just yeah. lesbian. That because had to be it. Cause Roberta all, she's and Rosie O'Donnell. 20 years of an age difference there. Roughly. Just right. Completely sure. different. Like, yeah. Completely different. Entirely different. Different people. energies, like different, different sizes, yeah. different looks, different voices. Uh, you know, Roberta Calendra is, I believe is Mexican. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
They're just going for it. That casting call literally <laughs> must have just said lesbian. Yeah. Lesbian, uh, anywhere between 18 and 75. We don't know. <laughs> oh, we don't know 18 anything. 18 and up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah literally. <laughs> come one, come all. <laughs> like, yeah. Query, query. Yeah. Just to <laughs> know her way around a tuft of pubic hair. Oh, oh God. God. Tuft. It's the tuft that gets me. It makes me so mad that there's a college called Tufts. Tufts. Yeah, it actually, like that. It, it's a school. Yeah, it's yeah, called Tufts. Tufts. And now it's never. <laughs> Their mascot so is a giant locket, it's just like stuffed with colonial lady pubic hair. The hairball just yeah. like <laughs> just rolls onto the field like a tumbleweed. Oh, God, like, oh no. It. Put with googly eyes on it. It's just a tumbleweed, but like it's like a little known fact, like. Hey, fun fact about this school. That's actually pubes. And people are like, wait, what? That's closeted lesbian pubes from the mid-1800s. It'd be really funny if those lockets were in a museum and then, like, the pubic hair all had googly eyes on it. <laughs> I'd be like, Ann Lister, you are a clown. Ann Lister. The original Lister lesbian was comedian. Real, yeah. Not only was she good at mining coal and wow. being a landlord. She, <laughs> she also. She was a fucking riot. <laughs> What a funny gag to pull on yeah. someone. <laughs> you know, you don't even need your pubes in a locket. No. Just try it out, listeners. Put just some googly like, eyes on your pubes. Just put googly eyes literally on anything. On a first date. Funny. Yeah. Could you imagine? Or on whatever date like, you're ready to pull you your know. panties down and all of a sudden there's those googly, googly eyes. eyes. <laughs> you're like, yeah. And then you have to go and pull them off and it hurts. <sighs> you're like, oh, I didn't think this whole bit through, did I? Maybe that's how she got all the pubes. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just ripping them out. Uh I could we could literally do a whole episode on the fact that Ann Lister did that. I, I just I'm sorry, I have to go back to it. Yeah. How do you think that conversation like I mean, I know we all say like you shouldn't talk about your ex on a first date. I like, totally you definitely did. shouldn't break I out your up your hardcore. jewelry box full of lockets full of your ex's pubes. Like, yeah, that to me that seems like an egregious so, even for mid nineteenth century, an egregious me, move. It made me think of a story that uh this guy I used to work with told me this very inappropriate story at work about a date he went on with like an older gay man and that uh, he asked my coworker if he would jerk off into an ice cube tray. What? Like, like how many it, compartments? Yeah. Of the does ice he expect him to fill like the whole thing? Or? That seems like a lot of work. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know much about that. I didn't ask too many follow up questions. <laughs> no, I'm like, so in one particular cube, are we going right, for the whole right. thing, or like a sprinkle across? I don't know. The reason is oh he freezes it and uses it as lube later. Oh my god! No. He freezes. So then he has to go. Like, this is a real story. Because like no. ice trays are annoying to use. Yeah. We have them at my apartment and. Every time I just want a few ice cubes for a glass of water, you have to you have to do the thing where you twist it and it cracks. I've snapped so many. Oh my right god! And the ice need the shards fly ones. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you need the silicon ones. That I you know. I need to get those. Out. But like, yeah. what if that's full of cum and you and you're breaking? You make a huge mess in the up. kitchen. Yeah. It's if you have a roommate, they're like, "Oh, is are you doing the cum cube thing again? <laughs> can you stop? Can you the least, whole kitchen's looped Can you up. clean up? Ready yeah. to go. Thank you so much. We're cum yeah. cube. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you have to warm it up then. And right. If you're gonna How does that not make it does a he solid? Just lay, lay it out in a saucer and let it 
let it thaw out. Or like, he, like, like didn't ask room, follow like, You should have asked follow up. Do you have? Can you give his number? Can you call him right now? I don't talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> he was kind of a nightmare. Uh, yeah, but this story, he was good for that. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, he just like started your day at work. He was like, "Hey, can I tell you something?" And you're like, yeah. "Sure." I it's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I know that like that some things aren't work appropriate, <laughs> but here's an incredibly fucking weird story involving ice cube trays." <laughs> The and funny male thing, spur- semen. The funny thing was, one of my friends worked uh, with somebody who used to work with this guy, and I was like, "Oh, ask her what her experience is with him because I think he's a psychopath." And uh, she she asked her, and the woman was like, "He had this crazy story about ice cube trays." Oh no! It's like so. His, this is like his a whole thing. thing. That's he's like letting his bit. everyone know. Yeah, wow. it's like his best. It's story. part of his identity at this point. I mean, some people are like, "Hey, I'm a lesbian," thing. and he's, he's like. like I come in uh, one ice time. Cube a guy asked me to <laughs> jizz in an ice cube tray, so I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, coming from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so much gay unity on, oh. on Pride Month. I love oh, it. God. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I do have. I'm just still like, wow. Now I'm still. But I, I want. The- oh, but you know what? I bet he did. I bet he. I bet he had different guys do it in different parts of the. So it's one ice cube tray, but like a whole. Like a serial killer? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, probably. Like He's Dexter like, in his yeah, blood like, slides, <laughs> just, just like uh, tracing his fingers over yeah. the tray at night before he goes to bed. Yeah. Do you think he labeled them? I was just like, gonna ask that too if he knows the names or if he, uh, like Ann Lister, could identify them based just on what it looks like. Yeah, like do you think there's a specific like, ice cube for? Is it alphabetical? Like, the mood? Is it like Being Adam like, starts here and then Zachary's at the end? Yeah. I don't know. Or is well, it like, I know. just want like a quick handy, so I'm just going to use a little bit of Adam, just, just like half a cube. Like, what do yeah, you Yeah, just like just get in there with a little, with a little ice pick chiseling and wedge it, it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you drop one, you're like, oh, I dropped like, my ice It cube. took me six years to get all these, okay? <laughs> this is officially the most we've ever talked this about is the semen. Weirdest fucking episode of the entire. This is like the 80 something episode. <laughs> 84 episodes in. 84. And I'm like, you guys are great. I love this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all like this. <laughs> like, what? Like, go this home is and- going to be the episode that gets us sponsorships. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Every brand would, would want to be associated with us right now. And now I'm going to revisit Vitamix yeah. because you can throw ice in there, right? Yeah, you could. That's the tie. Oh, God. He's making smoothies. He's oh, making protein no! shakes. Hey, oh why my is God, my... the visual of he that? He has guests over. He's like, hey, why is your water like really cloudy? Yeah. Like, and they're like clinking the ice cubes. And yeah. he's like, no. <laughs> Wait, which tray? <laughs> which tray did you use? The one with all the guys' names on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my cum tray, you idiot. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those before? <laughs> you name your ice cubes? <laughs> Well, imagine how oh Ann Lister's God. sister felt yeah. borrowing a necklace for the evening. He's like, wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> There's probably a picture of our dead mother in here. <laughs> also, like, the pubes in the locket probably, like, I would... If yeah, they, but they all fit inside Yeah, the and, like, what if it, like, tickles your neck a little bit? Like, yeah. Because they know, kind of like, stick like, out. out. You have, like, a stray yeah. hair that you, like, can't find on your body, and you're like, oh, I just yeah. feel like there's a hair somewhere. It feels like, like you like, walk through a spider web. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like she wasn't wearing them. Uh, no, it sounds yeah. like some weird memento shit where she was just, like, keeping... That, or maybe it was, like, protection. Like, if anybody were to, like, turn on her, maybe, and, like, try to blackmail her. 
She could that be, she'd like, be like, I've got your pubes in a locket. I've got your pubes, and we know the whole world knows what your pubes guess, look like. Like, what? Instead of like balls in a vice. There? It's, yeah. it's pubes in a locket. They're like, I'm leaving you. And she's like, well, I have your pubes in a locket. And they're yeah. like, so I'm still leaving you. She was <laughs> the very the- first person to do have revenge porn. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a new term I want to use. Like, oh, it sounds like that. That girl's got your pubes in a locket. Yeah. There's not much you can do there. We haven't heard from her in a long time. Her new girlfriend's really got her pubes in a locket, if you know what I mean. And I've got one pube in my locket. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is my sister's. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. <laughs> uh, I look Ooh. forward to telling Alanis Morissette in person about this moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll play it for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Stupid. the attachment we send oh, with every shit. invite to yeah, dig yeah. out with us. <laughs> it's the new theme song. Yeah. And her manager's like, "Can you guys please stop emailing us?" Elena's <laughs> heard this and she hates it. <laughs> we just keep sending tapes of it, yeah. like but like old like tapes, like cassettes. Because yeah. I had like, Jagged Little Pill on cassette. Oh, fierce. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new thing that bands are like selling, and even mm. comedians are like selling their cassettes. sets on cassettes. Like ironically, like none of us have cassette yeah. players. Well, I don't have a machine in which to play this. <laughs> I think in Brooklyn, people have. Oh yeah, yeah. Players. Oh. In Brooklyn, I could totally see. And I live in Bushwick, and I could totally see some hipsters walking around with like one of the old the Walkman, Walkman like, uh, yeah. cassette players that fit on your belt loop. I think people were like, oh, vinyl got like super popular. So let's get ahead of it and go back to cassette tapes. But I was like, no, no, vinyl is better sound quality. Right. Yeah. Cassette tapes were just an embarrassing mark and like, you know, like audio technology history. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a weird, like we hadn't quite figured out CDs yet. So they're like, just do this terrible fucking thing that's a pain in the ass to listen to and rewind. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> rewinding. Yeah, you had to rewind. And then it. like, if you like accidentally snagged it on something and oh, everything unraveled, you're like, well, I'll never listen to that again. Yeah. Yeah. And we get like jammed. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those guys, like, do you know like like the guys on the street that like pass you like out CDs or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like. They they hand it to you and then they tell you it's like forty five dollars or whatever. Right, and you hand it back. It's I a whole weird. Literally, exchange. I'm like, I don't want this. And one time, like this guy just kept like pushing on me, and I was like, I literally don't even have a way to play CDs, and no one does anymore. No one does. And he got so mad. He's I was like, like no one what? plays CDs, and he was like, Oh, I don't, don't, don't. I was like, Like, dude, <laughs> I have I have, I don't think I've actually played a compact disc in like probably four years. Cut it out. <laughs> like slate. You're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> you are the po- the pub the poob. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're the poobs. <laughs> Cordy and the poobs. Oh my god. Is there any way to get back on topic? No, at there this isn't. Point? CDs. Am I right? Um, That's the end of it. CDs, which uh, have labels. They sure do. Uh, them. I, don't I wonder know. if listeners will find out that this was an editing break. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. But like in, in terms of back like on the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I, I went to school for musical theater and I uh, like. I and remember, you're like, why aren't they doing fun homes? I know. Literally, I'm like, I just, I'm like, hi, Joe. No, I'm Joe. No, I literally, um, I remember being like, I don't want them to know that I'm I'm a lesbian because like I don't want them to think that I can't play certain roles mm-hmm. yeah. and that I'm a bad actress. And I remember there was like, also there was a, they made me do like a streetcar named Desire for like a class, and I wasn't good at it because like I'm not like good for that. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And I remember not being able to tap into it and someone being like, well, maybe it's because you're a lesbian. Like maybe like you're just like not able to identify with that. And I was like, that doesn't make you a bad actor or actress. So I remember being like, as much as I am now being like, oh yeah, that's something about me. Like I hit it a lot, especially from like teachers and like people of like authority because I thought that they would think that it would make me a bad like, yeah, yeah. actor. And like for my showcase thinking about it like I, I did like a showcase things for for agencies and I was like in a pink rap dress and like sang like things like I sang like hopelessly devoted from Greece oh, yeah. I was like I was like I'm a, an ingenue and I there's nothing not normal about me at all and now like thinking back I'm like I wish I like did a set and like did some stand-up and like yeah. dressed like myself and wasn't scared of of being that yeah yeah it was just that's like a very real thing for a lot of us. We're like, you can re- like visceral memories of like that time when you were like terrified that everyone yeah. would know our big secret or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, this is just, yeah. I well, like automatically walk into a room and make it gayer. Yeah. Right. By my just presence. In in terms of casting though, and like that's something we've talked about too. It's like, yeah, they'll cast um, straight people in queer roles, but then when it's like the other way, like if you're a hardline lesbian, you're having mm-hmm. a hard time getting a, a role that's like specifically heterosexual. And like I don't I don't do go out for like a lot of casting, but anything where I'm like just randomly casted from people who know me or I've been mm-hmm. referred to people, it's always a gay thing. It's yeah. like we want to talk to you as a lesbian. Yeah. And I don't think anybody would ever cast me for anything else. Anything else, else yeah. Anything else. Yeah. yeah, if I, I mean, I think about that sometimes too, where I'm like, wow, if I was an actor, I would have, I would literally only be able to go out for like specific. For that role that Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, like it would have been me and Rosie for O'Donnell for that role. Lesbian, and, 18 yeah, and up. like in the whole, <laughs> that's it. So yeah, it would be like impossible, I think. Cause I don't, I don't think I yeah. could play straight. And I wouldn't get cat like they wouldn't even want me to like that. I grow my hair out and like kiss a boy. They'd be like, "You're you suck at this. Why are you so bad?" Yeah, I would like to think that if I were an actor, I would be better than that. Right, but, but it's also like at some point, your own personal for me, my own personal identity would would just have to come through. Like I don't think I could, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so it'd be tough. But it'd be tough. It would be. <laughs> it'd be tough. God, ugh, what a terrible word. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Uh, so ha- have you had, like, the opportunity to play straight since getting out of school or? Yeah. I mean, I was in, I was in, like, Legally Blonde and I played Elle Woods and, like, <laughs> that was fun and, like, kissed a boy and that was fine. Yeah. You know? That's cool. But it's also, it's strange because, like, I feel like sometimes, too, like, guy relationships, I feel like in order for people to, like, Make, feel more comfortable they're like oh well that's you know Courtney she's a lesbian so like you know like if I'm like really close to a guy friend or whatever and he has a girlfriend I feel like they need to know I'm gay just because like yeah I'm not mm-hmm. a threat yeah I'm like listen like honestly like I don't really go for dick but like if I wanted to I would so yeah. like me yeah. being gay like doesn't really change that right no one's safe I'll sleep with you yeah yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like a horny fucking monster, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah, Yeah, that it's like, oh, don't worry. This relationship, like, 
we were talking about this the the other day that there's like kind of this lesbian privilege where I feel like it's more specifically in the workplace and Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, you know, don't have to worry about getting close to Carolyn because, you know, she's gay. So there's never going to be weird like tension. And, uh, you know, me being gay hasn't stopped like men from hitting on me (laughs) or having feelings for me in the past. Right. So it can still be weird. But for the most part, I will say like, I don't, I can't imagine what it is to work in the professional world as, uh, to like move in a job as a straight woman Mm -hmm. who attracts male attention. Yeah. Like that's gotta be this whole other mind fuck. And you know, if I label myself a lesbian and people are like often reminded of it, then yeah. I feel like I get to just kind of like run it's through. It's kind of armor in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, it's like in Mario Kart when you hit the little, the little rainbow diamond and it's like, like no obstacles. Like yeah. that's literally what it is that's for us. I mean, so especially for me, like and I have, I have some male friendships too with a couple guys who like are either married or have like girlfriends. And it's always like, I'm like the safe female friend that they can have, you know what I mean? Which is sort of an indictment on like heteronormative culture and like in some way, I'm sure patriarchal culture where like men aren't comfortable having just women as friends or their partners aren't comfortable with it. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's just like, it's so silly too. Cause it's like, well, I can hang out with her. Like she's cool. She's a lesbian. Like my girlfriend's not going to care. It's like, yeah. well then she shouldn't, if she, she should trust you enough to not right. care if you have friends anyway, you know, exactly. any friends, any like female, whatever, you know. And also like, she doesn't know if I don't want to kiss you on the mouth. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm feeling it that day. Like what if I want to fuck your like doughy boyfriend who hasn't shaved in a long time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm like, actually no, I'm right. Gross. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the women with like, boyfriends who are just really kind of like front like just like unkempt and like don't shower very often that like get the like, more like yeah we're like more worried leave my man alone it's like, like girl don't worry no one wants your boyfriend <laughs> you can so have him <laughs> yeah. all the time oh the please. one who's between jobs for eight months yeah. no he, we're good <laughs> please yeah i will absolutely leave him alone anywho yeah <laughs> But it, again, that's not like offered to right. bisexual women it's because not. like bisexual yeah. women, I feel are seen as like extra, oh they extra predator. With, they, they have to deal with shit from literally every possible angle. I can't yeah. even imagine. Yeah. You can't, if you're bisexual, you're not allowed to have friends. Yeah. Or yeah. So, it's, oh and, oh uh, my God. That's gotta be exhausting. <laughs> right. I feel for bisexual women so hard in that regard. I yeah. Mean, like other people are probably like, oh, I could be the one that makes her damn that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like every, yeah. It's like a weird like competition of that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. I couldn't That's imagine rough. that. We're on your side, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and men. And men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Yeah. Well. Uh, now it's time for our listener question. This one is an international listener. Uh, I'm a listener from Paraguay, and you've been a great inspiration to me since last year. I've been thinking about the idea of creating an LGBTQ plus group at my university, specifically because I live in a country with so little representation. Plus, I attend a Catholic university in a country where there are no laws protecting LGBTQ rights. However, I have this idea of giving the LGBTQ plus students a space where they can talk about their issues at school and maybe even find creative solutions to them. Um, so this email is to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And also ask you what you think about this idea. Uh, why is it necessary to have this kind of group in a university? Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I think well, first of all, it's a great idea um, as long as you are f- in a place where you feel safe doing that. Yeah, uh, you know, like the immediate threat of like any retaliation from the rest of the student body is what I would be worried about, especially in a place that doesn't a Catholic have, university. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would find like an appropriate place to do that, um, and then yeah, do it. Of course, of course, it's important. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a great idea and it's really important. And I don't know if you're thinking about making it like an official group mm-hmm. through the school that might not fly. It could uh, start with like maybe even just like a Facebook group to kind of gather, community. you know, uh, yeah, Facebook, yeah, yeah, get like that people was actually, interested and then do like something really low key, maybe at someone's house or like a coffee shop or something. Find a find a secure location first. Facebook is how I met other queer women in college was like, yeah, like Facebook came out and then we're like, oh, now we can finally find the lesbians yeah. <laughs> and like the queer women uh, or else it was just like we're in a big city and it was it was hard to know and we yeah. weren't old enough to go to bars yet. Right. So um, and then like any like 18 and overnight is just like a sausage fest. So yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we found each other on Facebook and made made a group and then mm-hmm. started planning parties around that. Uh, the intention there was less about community building and more about uh, fingering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was more looking for, <laughs> some for more. an outlet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Three fingers deep. Look at this. Collect some lockets. <laughs> yeah, it was more about locket trading. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, and then, like, to answer the other part of your question, obviously, yes, it's very important to have that kind of community, especially at that age when you're in school and things are up in the air as far as like, where am I fitting in socially and that kind of thing. And it's a lot different now than it was when I was like in college well over 10 years ago. Um, so yeah, I say go for it. It could be good maybe to have allies who aren't queer in it, just make them wear mm-hmm. a shirt that says ally so right. it's clear. So they're not decoys. And so some girl named Carolyn doesn't develop a huge crush on her thinking <laughs> that because she's there, she must be gay and right. then just having her heart broken. That's uh, yeah. she's really specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a popular name in Paraguay. I'm the friend, okay? <laughs> just like, don't stop hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have the audacity to be hot and straight at a, yeah, at a place how dare like that. You? you have to... You have to put on, put a paper bag over your head and, and take that ally. beanie off yeah. also. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if there's, there is something where like, you know, a good time for a straight person to be an ally, it's like something like this where, you know, you want to create like, and I, well, now I'm going to take it back. Cause I was going to mm-hmm. say that maybe people don't feel safe talking. Like it really has to be somebody that's who's, who's cool with ally. it? Yeah, because I, I, I feel like you need the bridge to the the bridge to the straight people right. for them to be like, "Hey, I've gone to these meetings. There's no devil worship. Right. It's like, yeah, it's not an orgy. It's just like everyone goes to a concert together or something. Yeah, and they're yeah, talking. I, or in like you know, as far as getting the word out, like maybe go to places that are if they're like gay bars or coffee shops or places like that that tend to attract like a queer audience that you can tell. Like leave little flyers and just see what happens. Like mm-hmm. there can't, there's nothing. You know, you can start small and go from there. And the more people feel comfortable building that community is like can be life saving in a lot of ways. And you'll probably have to do, obviously, things off campus. I imagine if you're on campus, that's where some conflict could come in from the university. But if you're off campus, they have no control over that. So I would do that. But start start with social media and go from there. Yeah. 
I was going to say like you could call it something like Prism. And then I remember that I think that was the name of the literary magazine in my high school. And I'm like, was that a gay magazine? <gasps> this whole I mean, time I was like, part of it. High school literary magazine. Yeah. yeah. Prism. That was pretty gay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they took my poems. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add to that, Courtney? Um, no, I think, I mean, not, I think just in terms of, you know, places that don't have uh, the protection to, to, sor- to sort of, back you on this group I think it the safety is the most important thing and um finding community and feeling you know mm-hmm. safe and leading with that because that's what what those connections in that community should be about like feeling safe and yeah. seen so yeah just leading with making sure that everyone is is safe and comfortable yep cool good question thanks for emailing keep us posted let us know what what you name it yeah. and how it's going <laughs> and uh, I don't know. If you're also in Paraguay and go to this yeah. Catholic university, <laughs> please consider. Someone's trying to get something going. Spread the word. Yeah. You know, pass notes around. Um, Courtney, where can people find you on social media? On the social meds, uh, you can find uh, find you can find <laughs> me on Instagram at courtrada. I have a show coming out in July. Um, what kind of show? It is a traveling food show, so you can find it on the Food Network. Um, That's fancy. Yeah, it's me uh, traveling the country in search of the best meat dishes. Wow. Which is ironic because I'm so gay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Does every episode start with like, this is a lesbian, but she's eating meat? Yeah, basically. Okay. It's like, look at this girl cramming meat in her mouth. JK, she's so gay. No, it's, it's. Uh, I don't think we ever talk about me being a lesbian on it, which is cool, but... Uh, yeah, think like, you know, diners, drive-ins, and dives, but uh, meat-centric and a little bit same more. Same wardrobe. Yeah, basically, same hairstylist. <laughs> and uh, a little bit more, you know, targeted towards some some millennials who enjoy eating. I mean, everyone eats, so there's that. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, well, I'm really pumped. Well, look out for that. Great. Thanks. Great. Cool. And you can find us at Diking Out Everywhere. You can also follow Every Gay Susan on Instagram exclusively. (laughs) Uh, And I I was so excited. Like, as soon as I put it up on the Diking Out account, I already started getting submissions of like... Yes, that's awesome. Gay Susans. I'm like, this is wonderful. But we do need more real life Susans. a a cultural moment. I I can't wait to go follow that. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, You can also follow me at TGI Carolyn. And I'm at the Sarah York. And uh, come out to our caveat show if you're in New York for Pride. Uh, It's like... Officially, like one day before Pride Week, but you know mm-hmm. it's we're we're kicking it off. Yep. So come out; it's gonna be a fun time. Dikingout.com/events, and thank you for diking out with us. Dike out with us again next week with mm. a pew blocket in hand. Oh, gross! Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
wherever you get your podcasts. 